Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. What's up with you? Um, not much. Just gearing up for the holidays. And I'm so excited for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the new year. Girl, I didn't even realize Thanksgiving was next week until like two days ago. Really? So that's kind of where I am mentally. You're already in 23 and I'm like, wait, (laughs) (laughs) the holidays are next week. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Um, We've already started planning. And so, yeah, I'm excited. This is my first year married because I got married Mm -hmm. in April. But this is, you know, granted, I mean, I've spent holidays with my husband before, but this year is a little different Mm because I got a ring on my finger. Right, right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If no one likes me, they got to like me because I'm there. I'm up. Boom. (laughs) We in that. Legal. Okay. Basically. (laughs) Period. Right. (laughs) I'm just playing, y'all. Oh, my God. Um, So I'm Ashley, by the way. And I'm Tania. <laughs> You're listening to another episode of QID, the podcast that is going to talk about family, food, and all the feels with Black girls eating. This was our first crossover episode. We thoroughly enjoyed ourselves mm-hmm. on this episode. Like we talked about so many things. I would say so many things that kind of hit home. I mean, a lot of our conversations, we hit home with it. But this one, we talk all about food, family. We didn't really talk about relationships, but I feel like y'all will love this one. Oh, yeah, you definitely will. We're talking to the wonderful hosts of Black Girls Eating. This is an episode of a lot of things, a lot of feelings, a lot of a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot we didn't talk about, but there is a lot we did. Um, So we're definitely hoping that you enjoy. have two very special guests with us today. Guests, would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I am Candace Boyd-Simmons, co-host of Black Girls Eating. And I am Tenoria Askew-Nixon, co-host of Black Girls Eating. Yay, we're so excited to not only have y'all on, have you back, Candace, but y'all are our first crossover episode. We are super, super excited. The intersection of food and family and marriage and all of the things like if not a better time to have this conversation is it's it's definitely now thank you for having us yes this is super special it is i'm excited i am so excited to talk to y'all like i mentioned before i i realize i do that every episode i say how excited i am to have our (laughs) guest on like five times but i'm serious So I don't know about y'all, but yesterday we're sitting downstairs watching TV and I'm like, Ed, is next week Thanksgiving? And he's like, yeah. 
And I was like, hold up. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, and he's like, well, it is earlier this year than normal. And I'm thinking it's really just one day different from last year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels so like, I feel like Thanksgiving. I mean, November just started yesterday. Like, I feel like yesterday was Halloween. Like, mm -hmm. yesterday was Halloween, and we found out Takeoff had been murdered, and, like, mm -hmm. all of the things. I feel like that was just yesterday, like, last week. Was that not a week ago? Was What, what is yeah, happening? Yeah, um, you're right, but I'm so happy that this year is flying by. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm ready for Christmas. I am ready to eat at Thanksgiving, okay. and I am ready to bask in the Christmas holiday <laughs> spirit. You're moving too fast for me, though. It's going too I'm fast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm... Mm -mm. Candace mm -hmm. has all y'all beat. Candace already has Christmas trees up in her house. I see the I one see behind it. her. I yeah. see it. I'm probably around. Four of five. And I saw you were talking about where can I put a tree in the bedroom? And I'm thinking, yeah. Candace. Yeah. It, it's a thing. Okay, I, but I, in the bedroom, are the lights on all night? No. So in the bedroom, there's going to be a Unlit tree. Okay. It's just, yeah. uh, okay. 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 So it's more like when it's daytime, you're moving around. Like it, it gives you Christmas cheer. Yes. I need okay. the joy. I need the joy. Tania, you said it exactly how I feel. I want to eat Thanksgiving food, mm -hmm. but bask in the excitement that is Christmas. Like that's exactly it. Like I don't care about gifts. Like I don't care about any of that. Mm -hmm. I just love the glitter and the sparkle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people are actually a little bit nicer during the Christmas season. They oh, are. They yes. are. Yep. Yes. And so that's what I look forward to. And so that's why I have a thousand trees <laughs> and they just make me happy. This year, um, I'm not putting up a tree, but next year I will. I know, Same. I know, your eyes, Same. your eyes. <laughs> no, but I am, I mean, I am going to decorate a little bit, you know, but I mean, my husband and I, we just moved into this townhome and, you know, things are expensive right now. You know, like trees are, you know, so I'm going to catch them on sale. They're so expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah so I'm going to catch them on sale. And then next year I will do the whole house. But yep. this year we just gonna, you know, have a little mantle, you know, type okay. situation and okay. mm -hmm. you know, and then I'll buy my tree, buy all the stuff, you know, maybe the day after Christmas. Yep. Listen, I will send you a link to all the sales. <laughs> oh, please, please. The day after Thanksgiving. Please that let me is go ahead. Language. Yes, I am down for a sale. I'm down for saving money. So, I've already yes. sent Tenori a couple of insider emails. Yeah, you just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I'm, let me go I'm, ahead and put my email in the chat right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am in the same boat. My husband and I are building a house. We won't. We don't move until March, and so I'm like, I am not doing the tree thing this year. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna wait. After Thanksgiving, after Christmas, tree sales, and then next year, I already know exactly where two trees are going. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for them. I can't wait. Because my husband will be like, uh, no. I love the idea of, ha of having a tree in the room as well. Like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So we'll see how my husband will feel about that. But you know what? Maybe I won't care. So you need to call and reinforce it. I got your back. I got your back. You just said I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I have no tree up, I'll be honest, but we do have a tree. We bought a new tree. It is in the dining room waiting for Thanksgiving. Okay. 
We usually put up three trees. I will say that. One in the sunroom, one in the dining room, and one in the living room. And that is usually the biggest one. Um, so I'm excited about that because we just found a tree. We were supposed to, oh, buy a tree in the summer and, you know, get a good sale. No. We bought the tree October oh, man. <laughs> We bought the tree in Halloween. So seven foot yes. is flocked. I'm yes. excited about that because mm-hmm. I've always wanted a flock tree. We had this tree before that I got from Big Lots that, you know, it's one of those mm-hmm. that's like broken up into three sections, but like two of the sections didn't have lights. <laughs> yeah. So it was time yeah. to let it go. It was time to let it go. So yeah, I will keep y'all posted on how the flock tree goes. Um, really, really excited. At some point, I told Ed I want a tree in the basement, and I was like, we would have friends come over, do a friendsgiving. Everyone's good and saucy, and we all decorate. Fun, fun. So yeah, that maybe next year. Um, but yeah, that I'm here for that. That's where we are. We're not quite Candace. <laughs> and I feel like Tenoria will be on the same level as of 23. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yes. So before we dive into all of the fun of food and family dynamics and all of the things holiday, first, I do have a question for y'all. So for our listeners that don't know, how did y'all come to be? with Black Girls Eating. Like, tell us the origins. So, Tenorio was competing on Master Chef, and I was following her. Again, my stalker story. I followed her on Twitter, and I was rooting for her. And it just so happened, my cousin attended the same church as Tenoria. And she messaged me one day and said, hey, do you know this girl? She's like, she does food here. And I'm like, no, I don't know her, but I've been watching her I'm really a big fan. And she's like, okay, great. That's wonderful. I want to get some spices. Can you send them to her? Absolutely. So I just sent her some spices, wrote her a note and said, hey, girl, I'm rooting for you. I'm watching you. I'm cheering you on. And um, I think she maybe messaged me. It was like, hey, I got your spices. Thank you so much. Would you like to go to lunch sometime? And we were just, you know, steady just connecting on social. And we would message and, you know, share each other's stuff and, we finally went out to lunch and it was like a three hour lunch and we talked and we laughed and we enjoyed each other's company. And I told her, I was like, you're stuck to me. I'm <laughs> stuck to you. This is, this is our destiny. It was a love affair, instant love affair. And that's how it started. And then we started hosting um, foodie events together with a local collaborative Indian Women in Food. We've moderated several different panels together. We've done a creative morning talk together. We've done, I mean, several panels together. And we said, hey, while eating, we should probably like maybe do a podcast. And this was pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got, um, it came up in my memories. It was four years ago, actually. Okay. Yep. That sounds and, right. Yeah. And so we kind of talked about it, played around with it. And then the world shut down. And so it actually gave us the perfect time to sit down and cultivate this podcast. Yeah. And here we are we're in our third season and we're still doing stuff together but now we've got airwaves and people actually like to listen to our podcast it's wild <laughs> wild wild to think of it is so yes. good i enjoy y'all's conversations your guests is it's like a breath of fresh air it's honestly thank you thank you so much you're welcome and so needed like you know 
there there are just so many layers and nuances when it comes to just being black. So I feel like mm-hmm. the general mainstream does not get that, and they don't even try, honestly. Mm-hmm. So it's I just absolutely love it when we create those spaces and we talk about those things, and it's like, yep, like you're 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 feeling like you're listening to friends or cousins yes. or someone you know that you know. Yeah. So I feel like that's always been our goal is to basically share with the world our dynamic. Candace and I are always eating around food or always having conversation at a kitchen table, whether it's like her kitchen island or whatever the case may be. And that's really where our creativity flourishes. That's where we bond. That's where we share. And so we just want to bring people in to that conversation. And so oftentimes people do say, oh, it just feels like two girlfriends sitting on the front porch drinking lemonade. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to feel like. That's exactly what it's supposed to feel like. Truly that. All right, friends. Well, now we are going to play our favorite game, which is this or that. We play this every single week or just about every single week. Um, where you pick between one option or the other, just like if you were playing on someone's Instagram story. So because y'all are our guests, we will allow you to go first. And because Tenoria is newer to who I do, we're going to let Tenoria go first, then Candace, then Tania, and then we'll circle back around. So quick four rounds, nothing too intense. Just think of whatever is the first answer off the top of your head and go and tell us why. So to start... When it comes down to celebrating the holidays with your coworkers, would you prefer a holiday karaoke or holiday dinner at a restaurant? Because I know it's not a holiday potluck, so I wouldn't even want to bring it up. <laughs> so which one would you prefer the best? Uh, a holiday dinner at a restaurant. I'm not doing karaoke with coworkers. I don't, I mean, I have one employee at Tenoria's table, so I don't really have coworkers. But if I think back to holiday celebrations in my corporate career, Mm -hmm. the dinners were better than us trying to engage in any other activity. (laughs) All right. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not karaoke with anybody that could come talk to me Monday morning and say, hey, you gonna sing at the next company party? Absolutely freaking not. So give me the the dinner. Give me the dinner. Because usually there's wine and bourbon. So yeah. True. True. Yep. What about you, Tania? I'm with everybody else. Like for one, karaoke can linger on and I don't want to be there no longer than I have to be. And that sounds so like <laughs> mean to say, but I see y'all at work. Like, so we spend so much time, right. you know, at work with our coworkers and not with our yes. families. And that's like a proven fact. I can't remember, you know, at the percentage, but yeah. So dinner, you know, I can, since I don't have to pay for the meal, I can eat my food, you know, hee hee ha ha with everybody and then go home. <laughs> 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 that's basically what it is. That is and oh, real. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. I um will a hundred percent agree. Um <laughs> I remember I worked somewhere where they were like, We should do holiday karaoke next time. And I was thinking, I don't even like going to the holiday dinner with y'all. So <laughs> I'm definitely not even trying to do karaoke. Uh uh-uh. uh. Me having to like 
bleep out my like no 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 and no no i'm just i i'm cringing at the thought of just being around drunk co-workers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever uh, <laughs> okay all in one accord all right so round two for thanksgiving would you prefer to bounce from house to house or go to one house and stay there the entire day Mm. Growing up, we did bounce from house to house because we moved from Tennessee to Indiana. We'd go back to Tennessee during the holidays and we'd have to bounce to house to visit everyone. And I don't know. I feel like then I wish I could have stayed in one place, but that was because I wanted to be with my cousins. We were like in similar ages. I wanted to play with them and Mm -hmm. hang out with them. But looking back now... I was okay with being at my grandma's house the whole time if we'd done it because that's where the best food was. Mm. So, I mean, if I had to choose, to be honest with you, I want to be at the same house the whole time. I want it to be my house so I could put everybody else out when I'm ready for them to go. (laughs) That's really what I want. So I could be in my elastic waistband pants and fuzzy slippers. Yeah. Okay. I am with her 1,000%. I want to be at my house with the guest list that I have approved mm-hmm. and again, eating my food, eating my snacks. I can have my, you know, my warmth, my blanket. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I want. I also agree with the both of you. <laughs> For one, I don't want to bounce around all day long because for one, I'm in Georgia. And so like, you know, like bouncing around, that's another 30 to 45 minute drive. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be out all day. So I'd rather just be in one spot, stay there and then go home and watch movies. And like, or if it's at my house, you know, and once everyone leaves, I can clean up and then just chill. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do a lot of bouncing around because that means that like, it's the meme like where like you'll be like, all right, y'all. I'm leaving. And then it's like you stand at the door for 30 minutes and then you go to the car and talk some more. That's going to be like at all the stops that y'all make. It's going to be like that. So it's like, who wants to do that on your day off? (laughs) Right. Like, I don't want to do that. And then I have to shop the next day. So I want to get all my rest, you know? (laughs) Well, granted, love a good Black Friday. (laughs) I do. I do. I mean, even though I'm doing it, you know, behind my computer. Still, Still. like I need to wake up early so I can catch everything. Anyways, that's my reasoning. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I like the one place. Growing up, that that was kind of the move. Like, if we went somewhere for say Thanksgiving, it was likely just one house, and everybody came to that one house. Now, um, or even just growing up, like it was really my mom's house or my aunt's house. So it was one of the two places. Now, um, I don't want to go nowhere. Like, <laughs> I, I really am becoming more of a hermit. Like, I realize people will want to do things. And I'm like, I have no desire to go anywhere. I don't want to spend money. I want to get drive anywhere, spend, waste gas. Like, not saying it's a waste, but I don't want to do anything. So saying all of that, if I have to do this in a holiday form, let's go to one place and let's be there with those people all day get a good nine hours of time <laughs> with these people soak it up because <laughs> we're not doing this again mm-hmm. <laughs> until next thanksgiving so yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's how I feel. All right. I'm so glad you said that, Ashley, because COVID holidays were the best holidays. You were at home in your pajamas all day on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. if you wanted to. And I made food and made like takeout containers for everyone. My husband and I left the house for about two hours and we dropped off food at doorsteps to our respective family members that didn't cook. And then we came home and I sat on the couch the whole time. I love that. It was so great. We had our little bubble and we didn't go out of our bubble. I think we like when it comes to Thanksgiving versus Christmas, and I know we still have one more round, but like to me, Thanksgiving is so compact. Like Mm -hmm. you can do more in Christmas because you have like a two week window Mm -hmm. to like go places. Everyone is pretty much shut down, you know, like it's not as busy. Whereas you literally have from Wednesday to Sunday and everyone's coming back Sunday. You have a very tight window to try to do two weeks worth of stuff before literally a month later where you can do, you know, all of that stuff. So give me my one place because we could do the multiple places and all of that for Christmas. But Thanksgiving is just like, it's, it's stressful. It's just stressful. All right. Round three. Very simple question. Very easy question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? That is an abomination under God. I know. That, that question. It's an abomination. Pumpkin, have, pie. Pumpkin pie. What is that? I don't even know what it is. There are, I bet you, there will be listeners that say, it's going to no. be like two. It's going to be like two You people. know what those listeners really like? They like using pumpkin pie as a vessel for whipped cream because that's all it's good for. <laughs> So they will eat the pumpkin pie to shovel the enormous amount of whipped cream into their mouth. <laughs> sweet potato pie, sweet potato cheesecake, sweet potato bars, sweet potato bread. Give me all the sweet potatoes. I, I don't celebrate pumpkin at all any time of year. I actually have a very negative connotation towards pumpkin spice. It does not belong in my life. Oh, we are the same. I'm not a PSL girl at Mm-mm. all. Mm-mm. It does I nothing do for not me. understand. <laughs> Fascination with like literally pumpkin is not even good unless you put all of these things in. A sweet potato stands alone. All but savory or sweet. Savory or sweet. A sweet potato is that she's got it. Yeah. Literally, she can do whatever you need her to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever have pumpkin fries? And most pumpkin spice doesn't even have pumpkin in it. It's just a blend of seasoning. <laughs> I just, yeah. It's sweet potato all day. Never. All day long. I have had pumpkin, pumpkin pie once in my life. That was um, nice. And I was, it was a teenager before I had it for the first time. I was in marching band. We went to New York for Thanksgiving because we got to march in a parade, not Macy's, but in a parade. And because we were all in a group without our families, we had Thanksgiving at a restaurant. And we had pump. That was the first time and last time I've ever had pumpkin pie. And that was probably (laughs) 1998. So I've had it. The thing is, they look very, very, very similar. Very similar. And we were somewhere and someone brought me a slice of pie. Mm Mm-hmm. And they handed me, and as soon as, as, I mean, as soon as it crossed the threshold of my mouth, I yep. knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was instantly angry. Because there's nothing like wanting the butter nutmeg combination of a sweet potato 
Yes. And you're met with clove and cinnamon of a bitch. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Y'all have me stressed right now. <laughs> y'all have me really, really stressed. Because I feel like y'all don't oh, come for me. Y'all, oh, don't, y'all don't really come for me. I love I love a good sweet potato pie. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. But my mama's pumpkin pie, oh my gosh. Like you would actually eat it and be like, wait a minute. Is this, is this sweet potato? My mom would be like, no, that's all pumpkin. Like y'all have not tasted my mama's pumpkin pie. So in this one, it it only has to be my mom's, but anybody else's no. But I am going to be one of those people that says I like pumpkin pie as well. It's really, really good. So don't come for me. <laughs> Tania, we were getting along so well. So well. I mean, I had like I had to I had to say something. I had to give my mom her props for her pie. So Okay. And like she has tested it amongst other black women who can cook. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they gave her her props. Okay. So so it's not just me, but it's it's only her recipe. And she has it written down. I just need to get it, but like I promise it's it's good. Okay. We're gonna trust you on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Y'all are quiet. <laughs> I mean, it's like finally there's a black person I know who likes pumpkin pie. I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, I have so many feelings. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Had you not said that it had been tested by other black women that could cook, I would have just. That you and your mom both were in the sunken place. No, no. <laughs> You're not because you have receipts. So we're just yes. receipt. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely have receipts. I definitely have receipts. My mom has made it a couple times. We have a small group. And so every now and then, you know, like we'll have like this huge little spread and my mom will make it and they'll be like, Oh, this is good. Is this sweet potato pie? And my mom's like, Nope, nope, it's pumpkin. So mm-hmm. So yes. Okay. Don't know what actually you've tried it too. I think. I think you have. When? <laughs> was she deceived? I, I think you your, have. Your mom makes good desserts. I do not remember having a pumpkin pie. Okay. Oh okay, so maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it wasn't you. But but yeah, my mom can throw down. Is she making it this year? That's all I want to know because I don't live that far. Oh, I know. I don't know. We'll see. I'll see what's on her menu. Mm-hmm. If so, mm-hmm. bring me a slice. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. So mm-hmm. you can, you know, be on this side as well. <laughs> on both sides. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Are y'all ready for the final round of this? You right. didn't get to answer, Ashley. Oh, you're right. Mm, sweet potato pie. And I'll be more specific. Sweet potato <laughs> pecan pie mm. is my favorite. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's literally the best of both worlds. Yes. yes. We salty nutty creamy yes all of the things in one pie those warm spices with bourbon crust you see it you see the vision you already (laughs) i'm just thinking of ways to make it gluten free (sighs) there is a really good gluten free what's that pie crust yeah that one so yeah you could do a gluten-free crust and then Mm -hmm. Put the because I, I put bourbon in my sweet potato batter sometimes, not all the time, 
but I always put bourbon in my pecan pie filling. It, it's mm. enough bourbon to feel the sting. Mm. So that's where you're going to get your bourbon in. And then just do a gluten-free crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Don't try to over-gluten it or gluten-free it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Ugh. You better taking notes. <laughs> this is making me hungry. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. We're one week away. Okay. Final round. And this is a really easy one. And I feel like I already know the answer based on what Tenori said earlier. But when it comes to Thanksgiving... Are we dressing up or are we dressing down? Oh, that that was has been a, a big debate in my head. Not really with my family because I don't think I really expressed what I thought. Like I see other people dress up and I think it's so sweet and cool and kind of fun. But after I personally have spent all of that time in the kitchen and I'm probably Mm -hmm. cooking to the last minute, going to shower and paint my face and put on a dress or whatever. And I don't want shoes in my house anyway. So you got to take your shoes. What's the point? What's the point? You got to take your shoes off when you get to the door. You probably gonna unbutton your pants anyway when you done eating. So why 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 all the trouble? But I I like the idea of it. I just don't see the value. Candace. Um. So here's the thing. In my family, my family dresses to the nines no matter where they're going, <laughs> but they're always comfy, cute on Thanksgiving. Mm. So like I'll probably wear. Some cute little joggers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cute little, maybe like little crop sweatshirt or cute little tee. Okay. So I'm cute, but I'm also comfy. Yeah. Because I too will be cooking and probably helping set up, you know, do all those different things. So I want to be comfy because I'm going to eat, but I also got to be cute too because my family, they're going to judge you. What you got, you know, what you got, I don't like, you know. So yeah, okay. I got to do both. Got to do both. I'm with Candace. Got to do both. I mean, I'm still going to look cute because, you know, everyone wants to take pictures like the phones are out. So I do not want to be on social media or on, or on other people's social media looking crazy because, you know, I can pick and choose you know, what I post. So, yeah. OK, um, I'm with y'all, but I really just feel like I'm dressing down because. <laughs> Who am I impressing? I'm around the people that mm-hmm. know me intimately if I'm with you on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, why I got to dress up for y'all? Why I got to dress up to go downstairs? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, or like, even if we were riding somewhere, I, I probably the most I would do would be the comfy casual of like, leggings big sweater back in the day boots or like mm-hmm. some jeggings mm-hmm. or something and you know something with an elastic band um where i could eat to my heart's content and not feel uncomfortable and i feel like i gotta unbutton and you know start getting indigestion because everything's too tight <laughs> like <laughs> no um but for how I've been living my life recently, I'm dressing down. Like every day is comfy for me, unless I have to dress up. Um, especially within the last two years, I can tell you the amount of time I've worn heels. So I, I'm keeping that same energy when I go into the holidays. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was this or that, everybody. That that was a good s- start to this conversation and. 
it for our listeners, they've understood kind of where we all stand, where we are in certain areas. Um, for the most part, we shall all touch and agree because we're all on the same page for the most part. Um, Except for that fucking so, situation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but outside uh, of that, you know, there's always the one. There's always the one that that's why I, there is somebody else that's going to respond and be like, me too, Tania. I'm with you. I'm. <laughs> and y'all will feel seen together. Mm-hmm. Um, but to just start off, like, let's let's share some of our traditions from growing up. I mean, we've shared kind of some of it kind of in the this or that. But when you think of Thanksgiving more than anything, what does Thanksgiving say at 15 what did that look like uh for me we traveled a lot for thanksgiving because we are a transplant family in indiana and by about 15 we had started to recognize the the other people namely other transplant families families in the city that we could have that kind of community with so that we weren't traveling as much and so now thanksgiving is our immediate family, but oftentimes we have a couple of core families that we will call and say, hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And one of those families will end up in our home as well. There have been a few times where they have tried to get us to come over and we did, and we always pull it back to our house um, because I grew up where my parents did most of the cooking, the hosting, and the food was better. So um, it's typically always hosted in one of my immediate family members' home, whether that's my home, my parents' home, or my brother's. And it is usually my mom and I doing the majority of the cooking. And most often, anyone outside of my mom and I who ask if they can bring anything, we usually say no on purpose. (laughs) Bring the ice, the cups, the plates. That's about it. (laughs) I can see that. For me, it means togetherness. Um, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is kind of like that one holiday that everybody comes back home for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, for years, we all convened at my grandparents' house, um, a house that my family still owns to this day. When my grandparents migrated from the South up North, as I call it, <laughs> to the Midwest, um, 70 years ago, this is kind of where they landed. And so everybody comes back home and it's together. And I, I think about all the fun, all the fights, all the food, and I have such great memories of Thanksgiving. Tania, what about you? My family, we were the one to host it majority of the time. Um, so everyone came over to my house they didn't really bring a lot of food. My mom would usually cook and of course I would help out. So yeah, so it was a lot of that, a lot of games, definitely spades. Like that's where I learned how to play spades. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that was it. Mm -hmm. How about you? I think like, so in high school, even college, it was mostly like holidays were spent with, just here we didn't really travel um we had times like in college and even before where we would drive to alabama because that's where my grandparents were 
um, from Georgia, but I think it got to a point where it was like my aunt was up here, my mom was here, and that's her sister. We would just spend time together. Now, my aunt would reach out to friends and say, hey, I'm cooking. You could come over. So at first it would start out probably with just my mom and I, and then it would start to become a random assortment of just, I would call them latchkey people that would just, from all points of like, because my aunt is a very friendly and sociable person, she'd just reach out to like different people. And so it would go from like, oh, okay, I'm really comfortable and I could just kind of be myself to, I don't know these people like that. So now I have to kind of, if I had unbuttoned, all right, let me zip myself back up and just try to be and manage for the next few hours until we left. Um, so with that being said, and the reason why I kind of wanted to start that way is wondering, did like for y'all, did that frame how you approach the holidays as an adult, but then also as you joined and like gotten married, has that shifted how you think of or embrace your like spouse's traditions or the things that they've want? Because I know for me, like I said, it was not a lot of people with me in the holidays. Um, but so for us, like, it wasn't that big of a deal as we got older. It was like, okay, this is a day where we don't really have to do much it is a day off or two days off. Let's enjoy it. Decompress. So we can start back up again the next week. Whereas like my husband's family comes together and they play games and they have like a whole, like do seafood the day before. And then, you know, go all out on Thanksgiving watching football all day as they're putting up a tree and playing games and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's that's fun, but that's that's stuff. Mm-hmm. We weren't doing all that, you know, at the house. So I'm just curious, like, how did that, how did your experience growing up kind of frame holidays now as an adult? So now that I have to share holidays with a child, Mm. and a father it makes it a little bit difficult Mm. because i have to make sure you know that i get my time on the holiday and that he gets his time on the holiday Mm. um so like we normally say okay if i get her the night before you get her the day of and you know do it like that growing up we went to my grandparents house and i could be there all day and you know not have to worry about you know bouncing around and stuff like that but also incorporating my wife's family too is a whole nother dynamic. And my wife is one of six sisters. So it's a lot of little pockets of family, a lot of little people. So we kind of say, okay, we'll do something at our house so that we can have the, our people who we want to be with. And then, you know, we'll drop in on our families respectively. Because when you have big families, it's just a lot. It's a lot. And I'm kind of like you. Like, by Friday, I'm ready to just chill. I'm ready to just chill and just hang out and not have to worry about, okay, who's still in town? Who got to take somebody to the airport? Like, I don't want to do all that. I don't want to do none of that. So that's kind of where I'm at with it now. It's just like, we'll enjoy the day. And then Friday or the next day, we'll kind of just chill with our friends and have that time together. For me, um, with both my family and my husband, it's we're in and we're out. And so uh, 
I imagine it'll be different because I said once we're in our new home, we will host because if I'm going to do all the cooking, I'm going to be doing it in my own kitchen. But now my brother hosts, he has two little ones. Um, and every other year he goes to Cabo with his in-laws. And so it's even a smaller group on those years, but my mom and I do most of the cooking. I do half of it at home and I do half of it at their house. Uh, my husband helps. He's an only child and it grew, growing up, it was just his mom and his grandmother. And so now with just being his mom, they come with me and my brother and husband do most of the cleaning. So when I'm done cooking and I eat, I sit on the couch until my husband says, okay, everything's packed up. Let's go. And then I go home and go to bed. So it really is in and out. And it was kind of that way, even growing up, people would come over, they would eat their, you know, everyone would pack up all their leftovers. And then I kind of went on about my business. And so there's a part of me that's like, why don't we play games? We should play games. Let's pull. And we're just not a family that does that. We've never been a family that does that. So as much as I like imagine that I want that, I appreciate the in and out as well, because I have the rest of the day to myself. And my husband just kind of jumped on board with it. It, it. He would prefer that we didn't do anything at all if it were up to him. But he knows that he's going to go where the food is. <laughs> so fortunately, he will show up. We will give our few hours and then we go home. That's real. I'm actually kind of looking forward to being with family. And I can't wait until we can actually host Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to playing games that, you know, like trying to figure out like who's going to host the game. And, and of course, like my husband's family is, is like huge. And so, um, on both sides, well, on his mom's side, um, I think she has like six or seven brothers and sisters. And then on the dad's side, I mm. think there's eight of them, if I'm not mistaken. So like they have their families and the families have their families. And so, um, and so, I, and so, I, whenever we get together, it's a good time. And so, I'm actually looking forward to like having everyone over to our house one day, and like, because I like being around people, especially on holidays, because yeah. I know how it feels to not be around people on a holiday. And so, um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that for them. So for the uh, two of y'all, she just got married in April. Mm-hmm. So congratulations! This is still very, very new and thank warm you, and fuzzy. You. But mm-hmm. because you're saying, because you said big family, like, how are y'all doing Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure that out right now. Um, his mom's side of the family, they're hosting something. And then his dad's side of the family is hosting something. So we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out like whose house we're going to. Um, I talked to my family. Um, we're probably going to have something like mm-hmm. the day after Thanksgiving. So like that okay. night is like Black Friday night. Or, or are we still saying Black Friday? I think we are. But yeah, that, that night. And so that's how we're going to do it. I don't know what we're going to do for Christmas, but for Thanksgiving, I think that's our plan. Well, well, yeah. Okay, so this is your first married Thanksgiving, Tania. Yeah. If you had your choice, mm. what would you do? I would probably see what his dad's side of the family, what Thanksgiving is like. His mom's side is very like reserved, mm-hmm. you know? But his dad's side, I mean, like they can, they, you know, they can get lit a little bit. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they are a fun time, and I have not been able to 
you know, I spend a holiday with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that part. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm looking forward to the turn up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And Ashley, your beloved Falcons, what what would you do if the Falcons were playing at home on Thanksgiving Day? Honestly, and I'm trying to think because I think a few years ago they were playing on Thanksgiving night against the Saints and lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was driving back from Ed's aunt and uncle's house, which is about an hour away. So I missed most of the game, but I don't think they were playing here. I feel like if they were playing at home, I would probably, I wouldn't be at the game, I'll be honest, because it's going to be way too chaotic, too many people. Y'all got it? But I will be firmly planted somewhere so I can watch the game. Um, Because everybody knows. Like, I mean, when we would go over to, like, Ed's aunt and uncle's house and his parents would come up, if the Falcons were playing or not, I likely had on, like, a big Falcon T-shirt or something because that was usually, like, just something big and comfortable I could wear. And they had football on all day, so they already knew what it was. Um, But, yeah, for me, I think I would just want to be somewhere where I could just completely focus and watch the game. Um, Y'all know starting next year they're going to have a Black Friday game. So three games. Yes, this is now like a new – they start working with Amazon, I think, this year for Thursday night football. And so to expand that – now, starting in 23 Black Friday, there will be one additional game. So I think three games on Thursday, one game on Friday at like three o'clock or something like that. So if the Falcons are playing, you know where to find me. I will be by the TV or if I have to go somewhere, I will be tracking it on my phone because I like to support okay. wherever. Okay. Just want to see where you loyalty you lie and I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Has there been a time that any any of you have just wished that you spent the holiday snuggled up under your spouse? Like <laughs> last year for me, it just so my husband and I had just got married on Halloween. Thanksgiving was was fine. It was actually really good. Mm-hmm. But Christmas just felt like a dumpster fire. And at the end of the day, he looked at me and he was like, what do we need to do so that you don't have that same look on your face next year? And I was like, just you and me, get me out of here. And so we talked about going somewhere, just the two of us for the holiday. And of course, we've changed our plans this year because he's finishing up school. We're buying a house and my brother and sister-in-law just had another baby. And so it, it just makes more sense to be here this year. But like the idea, it doesn't even have to be an island. It could be somewhere cold because I'm just going to be snuggling up under him. So I don't care. <laughs> like, have you ever just been like, I just, I just need you. Like, seriously, all I want for Christmas is you. Have you been like that and been like family? Bye. See you next year. You have to know my story to know who my wife is 100% like, I don't give a damn who's at Thanksgiving. Yes. I don't give a damn who's at Christmas. Yeah. I want to be in our house. Yeah. You on the couch, watching our shows. Yeah. Eating snacks. Like, she literally, like, she would absolutely hands down just be like, I want to be snowing up with you. Like, if we're on the couch, chilling, that's all I want. 
And of course, me and my little like, but what about the people like the girl? She's like, I don't care about none of that. I literally don't care about none of that. I think it's COVID that made me say that it is okay mm-hmm. if you're not with your family at the holidays. That doesn't mean I don't love my family. And holidays are very nostalgic for me and, and all of that. And all I ever think about when it comes to holidays is the time I spent with my grandparents. So family is really important to me. But like the perfect holiday to me is just getting fat and happy on the couch with my man. <laughs> I need. (laughs) I think for me, like, I don't realize I have those moments until I am elsewhere. Like, Mm -hmm. if I am running around, like, you know, brunch with someone or like catching up with someone or even just like, oh, I'm going to visit a friend. And it's like, Usually I would just be at home just like watching like on Saturday. I remember a few weeks ago, I went to visit a friend that I hadn't seen in a year. Um, and she had a baby. So it was like getting a chance to see the baby. She had gotten a dog, like the whole thing. And um, when I finally got back home, I was just thinking like, I could have just been with you all day watching college football. I don't care about college football. I don't follow college football. But the fact that, like, I was gone all day in traffic. Granted, I miss catching up with my friend, but it's like, I could have just been here watching football with you or in the house with you. Like, I have found that, like, I enjoy this so much. And maybe it is a COVID thing. Like, we got married in 2020. So, like, I don't need a lot. And yeah. when Thanksgiving comes around, it's like there are three football games on TV. I love Sundays because I love watching football mm-hmm. with him. Like that is our thing. I could that that's all I need, honestly. So I I I feel this. Yes. I feel like I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, pumpkin pie. <laughs> I enjoy it. No, and and I think the reason why I say that is because I don't really get a chance during the year to see everybody um, just because of how busy I am. You know, during the pandemic, I worked, I guess, like from day one, you know, so I was around people all the time. Um, And so I guess I haven't had that moment where, you know, like I was just in the house by myself just because I had to go to work every single day. Um, And so... I enjoy, well, I'm, there are times where I enjoy being around people, but then of course, you know, like I just need like a, you know, a couple hours to, you know, myself, you know, you know, but, um, but yeah, but I enjoy being around my husband and then also being around the family as well. Mm-hmm. And there was a time period where I lived in, I mean, well, well, it was U.S. territory, but I lived away from home and, you know, I had to pick and choose um, which holiday to come home. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times it was, usually like Thanksgiving, you know, because it was just like a short turnaround. And so I was, you know, like I was in Puerto Rico by myself in the house and it sucked, Mm. you know? And so I know how it feels to be alone, like I said before. And so I enjoy being around people during the holidays because I don't really get to see a lot of my family during the regular year because we're all busy, you know, and 
you know, life be life So, yeah. um, that's my reasoning. <laughs> so I feel like we're getting down a little. Let's talk about like the food. Let's talk about the food. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yes, yes. We like to say we go deep at Black Girls Eating. Yes. Absolutely. We're going to get a little bit of therapy and a little bit of love. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But what are y'all looking forward to eating the most? Mm-hmm. Not cooking, but if you're cooking, okay, cool. But like, what are you looking forward to eating the most? My mom's dressing in mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that I told her she had to do. She d- she does them better than me. I will own it as a chef. I will own it. Um, and she always makes extra because everyone loves it so much. And it is the the two things that I want the leftovers the most. Like I could live without the turkey. I, um, yes, I want the desserts, but sometimes by the time I'm done eating all the food, I'm not even mood for the dessert, mm-hmm. but my mom's dressing in mac and cheese. I eat it sev- for several days, even after Thanksgiving. Cause I just love it so much. I miss dressing. I miss mac and cheese. Yeah. Like people, Oh yeah, you're looking for, you can have I'm like, y'all don't understand. It's not the same. Like all of the things that make food, the, what it is. It's the damn gluten. I'm telling you, yeah. it's the gluten. It really is. Gluten literally is the glue. It literally puts it together. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll probably make a bad decision and have a little bit of dressing just because my mom, like for you, like Tenoria is saying, my, my mom's dressing like hands. My wife literally, she called me at work. We we're talking about Thanksgiving. We we're texting. She called me. She goes, okay, now wait. Is your mama making the dressing? So I need confirmed confirmation that your yeah. mom is making the dressing. She's yep. like, because if you're not going to make it, if you're only making mac and cheese, okay. But if your mama's making the dressing, I'll be good. I'm like, okay. So for me, it's probably the greens. Mm. My mom makes the greens. And like, she's literally made the greens my whole life. And I make greens and I think mine are good too, but it's just something about my mama's greens. And that, again, the greens and the sweet potatoes, it's just, yeah. I don't know what it does. It just does something to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it makes some really good greens. I will give him that. So I'm looking forward to his greens. But I need to see what my mom is about to do because her mac and cheese. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I've been talking about it for the last two weeks. I need to talk about it to her so I can figure out what's, what's <laughs> But I'm like, I want her mac and cheese so bad. We were like. We're not going to, we're going to like order some of the food. We're not going to cook it all, but there will be certain things in the house we make. And I'm like, if my mom does not make her mac and cheese, I am going to try to make her mac and cheese. Last year, I or maybe it was two years ago, I experimented and was like, I'm going to make vegan versions of, of." I will tell you, it was horrible. It was horrible. I don't. No, I tried to make <laughs> vegan mac and cheese nope. as my mom makes mac and cheese. Not like cashew mac and right. cheese, which is, I like that as a, a different type. It was horrible. Um, so I'm not doing that this year. I will just have to deal with whatever may come. Tania, I will not text you if I have any issues, dietary issues from the dairy. Um, but yeah, that that's what I'm looking forward to the most. And I, I want some dessert. 
I, I want something sweet. I was yeah. literally saying this just a few hours ago. I'm like, I want something sweet. I don't know if it's because I'm ovulating or what. I just want sweets yeah. right now. Um, okay. I wish I could have my aunt's pound cake. Mm-hmm. I miss her. Oh my pound gosh, cake. that pound cake is amazing. Oh my gosh, I miss her. I don't pound know what she does. I don't either. But... And I haven't had it in probably about a decade. Mm-hmm. I miss her pound cake. You just sent me back. I could, I could taste. As soon as you said pound cake, I could taste the butter. The butter. Yes. It's the butter. Yes. 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 I love that you said that. My mom, she asked me to make pound cake every holiday. Summer holidays, winter holiday, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. And I usually tell her no. But um, <laughs> she says that my pound cake reminds her of her grandmother's pound cake. And I never got to meet her, but it's just so special that I could do that for my mom. So, yeah, that's that's sweet. Please make her one. Yes. She, Either this no. Thanksgiving or Christmas. Her, her dietary <laughs> restrictions right now say a big fat no. But maybe I'll oh, okay. make her yeah. one and take her a slice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that yeah. Works. yeah. I'm glad you brought up though, like summertime. I have a question because I see this pop up from time to time, and I personally feel like this is a summer dish. But Ed is like, no, it could be at Thanksgiving. I know what you're going to say. Do deviled eggs belong at Thanksgiving at or black Christmas? House. Black households, yes. Okay. I knew you were going to say deviled eggs because I realized that I could easily forget to put them on the menu for winter holidays and I'm not phased by it. Right. It is. It's not okay. <laughs> it's just not okay. If I do forget it. it. It's so funny you said that. Cause I'm literally, I'm in a texture with my mom and my cousins and we're going back and forth to see who's bringing what for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Because I, I literally told my mom, I said, you're not doing it all. Like, yeah, you're just right. not. So you need to farm this out. And so, but I was writing, you know, out who was going to make what. And I literally wrote potato salad and deviled eggs. Because black folk, we're going to have potato salad and deviled eggs at every single holiday. It does not matter that these are summer foods. It does not matter. Potato salad is a summer food to me. It's a summer food. But black folks got to have potato salad and you got to have deviled eggs. <sighs> It's true. You're absolutely correct. And every time you go to to a different salad, they get mad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But everyone can't make potato salad. No, you can't. That's why you go to Publix. If you can't, (laughs) you could just put some Publix potato salad in a container. Or shoot, just bring it as is. Be honest. We're fine. Potato... Publix potato salad is not bad. And I don't even care for potato salad like that, but I'll eat that. Mm. I don't even eat it, mm. but I know my sister and my cousin are the two people that are approved to make the potato salad <laughs> in my family. So It's kind of like mac and cheese, where like it's a particular it's a particular person mm-hmm. that has proven themselves time and time mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can really experiment too much with. Mm-hmm. Whatever is whatever works, you got to stick with that. If it's the three cheeses in the family, it's the three cheeses. Right. Don't swap out a cheese. Don't like try to throw in something else. Like I remember having a conversation a few years ago with a co- coworker from Antigua, and she was like, "Oh yeah, like raisins and blueberry and mac and cheese, like delicious." And I was like, I expected this from them, but not from you. 
But no, like mac and cheese to me, you do not play with it. Like I was saying before, like mac and cheese can't be light skin. I don't want to see white mac and cheese. It has to be yellow turning brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't even like the the whole like, oh, we're throwing in lobster and crap. Oh my gosh. I was just about to ask about the lobster. I love a good lobster mac and cheese. See, now we're getting into... Not for Thanksgiving. Not for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah, not for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yeah, not for Thanksgiving. There's a chef here in Indianapolis who makes an amazing uh, crab-loaded mac and cheese. It's fantastic. But I'm going to go to her restaurant and get that with some catfish. That's not Thanksgiving. Right. That is a Friday, Saturday, yeah. whatever. And yeah. Then, yeah. And you're not doing it all the time either. Right. So that makes right. it yeah, special. Of course. It's I expensive. think mac and cheese in our community has become bastardized in the last few years. And I don't like that. You mean it has become gentrified? Mm. That's the real word. That is true. Yeah. That's the real word. That's true. Yeah. We're in Georgia, so we. There are a lot of restaurants here that do pimento mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Whew, that's a thing in my family. Mm-hmm. That is a Arkansas thing. Yes, that is a Southern tried and true. Re- yes, pimento mac and cheese is a thing. Yes, I and believe your, your you. granny would always make a small pan of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and then Patrice started making it. Okay. So okay. it's a thing. Like, it, in fact, like, I can make it. Like, again, I have been past the macaroni and cheese torch, so I can make it. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I try to make a container of pimento mac and cheese this year, I would ball my eyes out. There's no way it's happening. This yeah. Year. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. I've never tasted pimento mac and cheese. <sighs> really? I will say mm. the pimento mac and cheese down here is usually made by white chefs. Mm-hmm. Oh, white mm-hmm. kitchens. Yeah, so that's why I'm like cutting my face. I'm like, hmm. Right. I don't trust that. But I trust you. Like y'all trust trusted you. me with the pumpkin pie. I trust Did you. you know? with <laughs> I feel you though, Candace. Um, turkey wings for me. That is the food right now. That like if we. I may even cry in this conversation talking about turkey wings. The other day, Ed was like, you know, because we're talking about what we're going to make, stuff like that. He's like, he made some turkey wings a few weeks ago. He's like, how would you want them prepared? Like, how do you like it? How do you like turkey wings? And I just start crying. And then I start looking up and he's like, just waiting for a response. And I'm like, my grandma made the best. Mm -hmm. And I don't even, I can't even tell you how she made them. Yeah, and I've we've ordered from yeah. like soul food restaurants that have turkey wings. I remember the first time eating turkey wings after she passed. I was just crying. I was like, "This is not good." <laughs> I'm like, "You know like how she made it," but I'm so serious. Like, so I'm like, oh. um, "I mean, you can make them. Yours were good. I'll be honest, they weren't carries." So yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe yeah. cream of mushroom. Aww. I don't know what to tell you. And she didn't write them down nowhere. Yeah. So it's not like I could, you know, pull this up. And also I'm not talking to that side of the family. But anyway, um, so. <laughs> there's that. There's that for holidays too. Navigating family that you are forced to call family, not you choose to call family. Yes. Yeah. And 
I remember like growing up where like this was a holiday where you got to call everybody, make sure you, you know, call it. I hated calling folks. Like, why? I don't talk to you the rest of the year. Why well, I got to talk to you? what are we going to talk about? Right. How are your grades? You know how my right. grades are. You talk to my mom. Yeah. You talk to my yep. grandma. You, you, know how, <laughs> you know how my grades are. Why am I talking to you? I'm holding the phone. I want to do something else, but I'm talking to you. That's small talk. Yes. Now, like That's now, if they were still with it's us, small I love talk it. About your business. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't relate None to you. I'm eight and you're like right. 50, <laughs> 52. What, what right. are you talking yes. about? How was yes. work? Like, we're not having those conversations because I don't care. <laughs> I want to go back to play. I want to hand you back the phone to my mom so I could go on do yep. what I was doing. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. So I have a question. My brother proposed this to me this year and he's like, you're going to be mad. And I was like, oh boy. And he's like, we don't have to do it this year, but one year for a holiday, I want to go out and have like a big steak dinner on the holiday. And I told him, I said, okay, we're not doing that for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is not about discovery, pilgrims, Indians, <laughs> colonizers. It is a colonizer's holiday. Thanksgiving in the black community is just about family and food, point blank period. So we will honor that. But for Christmas, we could do that. Just know that I'm going to have a small Christmas meal prepared in my refrigerator waiting for me to eat leftovers either when I get home or the next day. Like, Mm-hmm. Even when we would go to other people's houses, because they were hosting, my mom would still make a Thanksgiving full Thanksgiving meal for us and keep it in the refrigerator. Or mm-hmm. when we would host people, she would make the big pans of things, but then she'd also make like the smaller casserole dishes and hide them so that we had food. So like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with going out, but not for Thanksgiving. So what are your thoughts on going out to dinner? for a holiday it doesn't seem it doesn't feel weird like the right thing to do yeah like it does feel weird and like you know like when you say thanksgiving like your mouth starts to salivate for the foods that you're about to eat you know and so if you don't get that it doesn't feel like thanksgiving Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. um whether you go to a restaurant because you know like you know the chef they like to do their own thing yeah. You know, and they don't want to deter from their recipe because right. they feel like their recipe is the best. Mm-hmm. And I give it to them. But on Thanksgiving, I just want it to be like it may not look good, but it tastes like gold. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah. I agree heartedly. So, I tell people all the time, you don't need to take a picture of your Thanksgiving plate. This. That plate is not meant to be cute. Yeah, you don't need to see the photo, but Mm -hmm. you enjoy every bite. Right. I remember seeing a few pictures of plates on Twitter some years ago, and people were just like going in on like, "Oh, I bet you blah blah blah," and I'm like, "I bet you that was bomb." But like, y'all are so caught up in the aesthetics on this platform, Mm -hmm. y'all don't know these people. But I'm sure that food was good, and that's how your mama's food looks or your grandma's food looks. I will say. Like, to me, going to eat at a restaurant on Thanksgiving is akin to me, like, traveling on Thanksgiving. To Meaning, like, we're going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't mind, I will say, restaurant food on Thanksgiving, but because for a good portion, it would just be me and my mama in the house. And it's like, okay, I don't feel like cooking everything. So we're going to go. We're going to go get this meal. We're going to eat on it for like a day or two. Mm -hmm. She was still making a mac and cheese. She was still doing like the lima beans or she was doing like the greens. So like we still had Thanksgiving food prepared from home. Yeah. So I feel like you still always have to have that, even if you do like the restaurant thing. And I get it. Like for some people, they feel like, let's not put the stress on you. Let's just go out and eat. But for some folks, like it's not like it's stressful, but it's a necessary stress. Yeah, it's worth it. And it's just this time of the year. Like you do it. You you have the days of buildup. You start preparing. You got your groceries, all of that. You do it. You relax afterwards. You eat off of it for a few days. You know. But it's just in this one moment in time. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't know if I'd ever be the sit down in a restaurant person. Mm-hmm. But I get I get it. Yeah. That's why I told him Christmas. That's fine. We, yeah. we can do it. And we have a different tradition for Christmas where we've started doing seafood every year instead of mm. a traditional so we do mm. a big seafood boil um and so if we don't want to do that one year and go have a steak dinner on christmas but thanksgiving nah nah yeah. that's fine yeah fine i have a, uh, a former co-worker that um she, so she's from trinidad in tobago and she said every christmas they would just pick a different like ethnic group or food type and that's what they would do so like Mm -hmm. i think 2019 for them it was italian food so that's what they did for thanksgiving i think Mm -hmm. she said the year before it was mexican i mean not thanksgiving for christmas Mm -hmm. because for thanksgiving you already have the slate of food like yeah we're not changing it up we're not switching things up this is what we're doing um and i i i felt that because I think also it makes it a little bit more special when you're not eating the exact same thing literally a month later. Yeah, I, I, that's why we started that tradition because there's so many people, like I always think of Thanksgiving as turkey mm-hmm. and Christmas as ham, but so many people don't eat pork now right. that it was like, okay, we were either doing Cornish hens or we were doing short ribs or we were doing pot roast and it just morphed into seafood because it's almost like a treat yourself kind of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah thanksgiving just don't touch it leave it alone let it be now i have a question mm-hmm. when do y'all go to the grocery store to shop for thanksgiving oh girl so i have a full-on thanksgiving guide that i actually created this year Um, I've always done little nuggets and pockets of it, but I actually put it all together this year where I start on not shopping, but I start saying, here's what you can do starting November 1st. You can start planning your menu. You can extend your invitations. You can, you know, make your stock ahead of time. If you want to make homemade stock, you can get pie crust and make your pie crust and get it in the freezer and, and things like that. And then I think by like, 
that's the first week and by you know week three it's like here's where you should be doing your extensive shopping here's a grocery list of like the basic staples that you need so i kind of map it out for people but for myself personally because this is such a busy time for me and my business i have i don't know where i'm going to get to the grocery Mm. store like i'm still trying to figure that i made my mom go get the greens and get them picked and washed and frozen now so that we have a good pick of the greens. But for everything else, I don't know. I I, I, I have no idea. I've already started. Um, I started buying um, my cheese, all of my stocks that I'm not going to make from scratch. Um, I started buying all my stuff. Like I went back to the grocery store today because they were out of something and they still don't have it. So I'm probably going to be traveling grocery Listen, supply chain is jacked up right now. That's right. So just know, I'm actually going to make a post about that. If you don't have it by Friday this week, you're not going to have it. So shop, 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 shop. So I start, I probably start like end of October, early mm. November to get all my stuff. Wow. And yeah, like my mom, she'll get, she gets the greens in bulk. We used to work for a retailer. So mm. she just calls her produce guy and says, hey, I need five boxes of this (laughs) and so she'll have that yeah so we'll start picking on tuesday start picking the greens on tuesday and have all the stuff scrubbed Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so yeah like i don't play that if dinner's at four dinner's at that's real (laughs) i don't play that dinner is at four we not eat until eight i don't play Mm -hmm. it so mm -mm, my stuff is my stuff will be ready to go like i'll probably start shredding my cheese this weekend Mm -hmm. wow most importantly, what people need to know, um, especially our Black Girls Eating listeners, this episode, the day this episode drops, Friday, November 17th, I think. Is that what Friday is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, November 18th. Today is the day to take your turkey from freezer to refrigerator. Yes. Or buy it today and put it directly in the refrigerator. If you are feeding a large family and your turkey is over 20 pounds and you do not go from freezer to refrigerator today, you will either cook your turkey into a bacteria fest because it's not fully thawed when you cook it, or you will just have frozen turkey. So there is no going to the grocery store and getting your turkey the day before, especially if it's a big turkey. If you wait until the last minute, I just need you to go ahead and get several of those um, whole chickens and cook your whole chicken the same way you cook your turkey. Go to Costco, get you a $5 rotisserie chicken the day before. But if you are not going from freezer to refrigerator now, you're out of luck. And if you are going from freezer to countertop apologize to your family now and save your money for their medical bills because that is a very dangerous way to thaw a turkey yeah now speaking about turkey well now i don't eat meat um but how do y'all feel about turkey like i've never eaten a turkey that wasn't dry Mm. and i've had a fried turkey and that was a little bit better mm -hmm. but i've never liked you know, like people who actually bake their turkey. I've never had like an amazing tasting turkey where I'm just like, oh, like I need more turkey. And I just don't know what it is. There are two reasons why that happens. Number one, in black culture, we are conditioned and that is because of the scraps that we were given as enslaved people to cook our food to oblivion. 
-hmm. A turkey does not need to go in the oven in the morning and not be done until it's time to eat. It does. It should not cook that long unless you've got a really, really big bird. And so most people are overcooking their turkey. Number two, in large families, people slice the turkey and they slice it against the grain and that dries it out. If you are carving your turkey, specifically the turkey breast, you are cutting it in bigger chunks, which is going to retain more moisture. And so all that slicing, I don't care if patriarchy is in the way and you got to hurt some male egos because they're the head of the house and they're going to slice the turkey. They need to go sit down. They should not be slicing the turkey <laughs> at all. Don't mm-hmm. touch it. One more thing. Let your turkey rest. When you pull it out of the oven, it needs to sit for at least 30 minutes. More, if you can. Yeah. But at least 30 minutes to let the juices redistribute throughout the entire turkey. And don't poke it and cut it to see if it's done. Because that one place that you cut, that's where all the juices are going to go out. And the rest of your bird's going to be dry. I could talk about Thanksgiving cooking all day. <laughs> I mean, someone out there needed this information. Seriously. Someone I hope so. out there. I hope so. I feel like you just dropped a lot of gems just in that one segment. Seriously. <laughs> I was just thinking. I've been preparing the guides and the checklist and the tips and tricks. I've been doing this as an email series for my subscribers for the last four or five years. And yeah. it, it is one of my most excited. I, sometimes I lose subscribers because people are like, girl, quit talking to me every week about Thanksgiving. <laughs> but I love it so much. Yeah. Same with my, same with my tidbit every week, like for the last month, it's been gearing you up for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, that you know, like, no, you don't need to be using century old spices. That's right. disgusting. Like, no, yes. get new spices. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> do y'all think that like, we all know the phrase, like we're losing recipes, but do you think we actually are losing recipes? Like, do you think say 50 years from now, people will know how to cook the way their great grandparents cooked or like even just some of these nuggets that y'all just shared do you think these will be things that are passed on from parents or we're losing them now there are people actively not knowing that mm-hmm. we, we, we're still having the don't wash your chicken conversation mm-hmm. so yes we are actively losing recipes mm-hmm. yes and, and a lot of it's because of tiktok yes and because you know, chocopies and, yeah. and so it's, to make everything in an air fryer or <laughs> everything in an instant you are losing the basic fundamentals of mm. cooking, yeah. basic techniques that allow you to survive, yeah. not just to impress other people, but to nourish yourself. People are losing those. Yeah. I wonder about that because I feel like there was a period of time where... I feel like on whether it was Instagram or Twitter, there were like the Twitter chefs that were making whatever, you know, and then they were having like the different dinners and whatnot and, you know, like these private events. And then, of course, you know, they're like some that are a little bit more nefarious that we're not going to speak of. But like for such a big amount of, or a large amount of time, these people kind of like held that space And I felt like Mm. parents weren't sharing these details or like maybe parents weren't cooking like that. So the kids did not know how to make certain things. Like I know growing up for me, my mom, as a single mom, we ate out a lot, but she still knew how Mm. to cook. So in those Mm. moments when she holidays came around, she cooked, 
Easter, Christmas, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Like there were certain times of the year she would throw down, throw down. Um, but for the most part, we ate out. And so I'm like looking at people now, society now. And of course, like you said, the air fryer, the Instapot, quick TikTok recipes, quick like these turnarounds. I'm like, are we losing these fundamental like just recipes? Or are people trying to show up to like Thanksgiving with their grandparents or spouse's parents with something they made off that they saw on Twitter, like the little, that mm-hmm. one little pasta with the tomatoes and the drizzle and the, the, the ricotta, or I can't remember what it was mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. Feta. Yeah. The feta. The that feta. was it. And yeah. it's like, are, is, mm-hmm. is this where we're headed? Like, is this what yep. the holidays are about to be about, you know, like in 50 or so years, that's frightening. It, it becomes a thing when you realize people don't know how to make cornbread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't know how to make rice. They don't know how to make rice. They don't know that they need to put salt in their pasta water. Right, right. Stuff like that. Or boil eggs. Like We're absolutely losing recipes. But it's also because their home ec, or or family consumer science, is no longer a part of curriculum. Yep. Every time that I've gone into a school to do, whether I'm talking, teaching, or even doing, you know, a quick demo, Mm-hmm. There are no culinary wings unless it is a, a specialty school. A lot of times, if it's K through eight, they don't have culinary anymore. Yep. You can only find that in high school. Yep. So we've got a whole eight years that you haven't learned anything about mm-hmm. cooking in school. Mm-hmm. So when you've got TikTok and a microwave and an air fryer and a crock pot, no, I don't expect you to know how to break down a chicken. Because for what? You don't need to. Yep. I tell people every holiday, it, it's one. It's my last email of my Thanksgiving series. I send the same one every year. And I say, if you've read all these emails and got all these cooking tips and your job is to only bring the ice, bring the ice like a boss and then walk in that kitchen, offer to help. Don't let your feelings be hurt if they say no, but sit in a corner, stay out of their way and just glean. Just sit at their feet and glean what they're doing. Ask them questions. Get a notebook or your phone and start writing stuff down because this stuff is going to be lost. And we have to recognize, especially as Black people, documentation was never a thing for our people. There is so much, so much history that we don't have, we don't know. And when we're talking about breaking generational curses, it's not just about wealth and trauma. It's also about preserving our history. And to preserve our history, part of that is writing down these recipes, asking your granny, okay, I know you don't know measurements, granny, but I need you to tell me what you put in this. And then you go play with it and figure it out yourself. Mm -hmm. But someone has to be responsible to preserve that information and not rely on TikTok. Right. I mean, because essentially it's oral history. That's what it mm-hmm. is. It, we have it. It's just oral. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's literally why we sing the same hymns the way we sing yes. them, even though they're wrong. It's because they, mama said this. Yep. And so we've, we've done it like that mm-hmm. all these centuries later. And so mm-hmm. now it's a time that we have to, to write it down. And it, it kind of breaks my heart. Like when I, I meet people and they're like, well, yeah, I never learned how to do this because my mama never wrote it down. And yep. I'm just like, ah. And now she's gone. And now she's gone. Like, I, the one thing I love about my grandmother is she taught each of us a certain dish. Mm-hmm. We, we all have most of them, but each of us have that one that we know if 
if I gotta throw my hand to the fire, I'm I can make this dish and throw down. Yep. So like my mama, my mama can make the greens and the dressing and the pies, and my one cousin can make the other pies. My other cousin can make the the rolls. It's all these different things, and but we have them orally, but we also have the actual physical recipe card. Yeah. Yeah. I I literally still go back to my grandmother's recipe cards because of course because I can't call her now. Right. I can't say, Hey, Granny, how did you make this? Yeah. So I go back to her recipe cards. I'm thankful that she wrote that stuff. Like her caramel recipe. Like, it makes me so mad how easy it is, right? Yeah. But it's written down and we got it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I learned how to cook. For one, my dad, he's African. And so, like, as soon as we were able to, like, reach the stove, like, we were already, like, cooking meals. And so, like, although I didn't like to do it, I know how to cook because of that. I feel like it was one of those things where, like, I don't care if you don't want to cook, but you're going to cook today, you know? So I appreciate that because now I know how to cook. And so I think that, you know, like these days, a lot of well, they may not have the opportunity to do that because their moms or, you know, or even like the grandmothers are like, no, I'm going to cook. Of course, you learn a lot from your parents and then also your grandparents. So um, and so I appreciate I appreciate my family for pushing me to do what I did not want to do at the time. But now my husband loves my food. So <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. I'm grateful that my mom. um had this forethought back when her grandma, so my great grandma was still alive. She passed away when I was four or five, but got recipes from her, asked her to write it down or asked her to at least tell her. And she wrote some of this down. She didn't have all the measurements or, but we have the ingredients and it's in this old, like com- composition, basically notepad. Um, and she took pictures of all the recipes and now it is a like an apple album so i'm grateful for that um because you know how else you know getting those recipes from like my great aunt and my great grandma um back when they were still you know able to hand this down to us so yeah (sighs) so much to be thankful for um we could talk y'all's ears off forever, but I guess we could uh, wrap with just what are we going to be thankful for going into this holiday season and then even with 23 approaching? I am thankful for uh, reflection, sitting back and celebrating my wins. I think I'm really reflective of that now as I think about how I look at things that I said that I couldn't do. Um, or that I was overwhelmed to do. And not only did I do them, but I did them really well. And so I am really thankful to be able to pause and reflect, to celebrate, to rest, and then to fill up so that I can go and do more. And I'm also thankful for the unknown. I am usually heads down, strategizing, figuring out, you know, goals and things like that for moving forward. And I am at a really sweet spot in my life and in my business where I get to decide what next looks like. And I am open and I am curious instead of being reserved and uptight about having structure and uniformity to that. So I am grateful for those things. That's a good um, I'm thankful to just be, to just be and 
to feel and to know and to just be. I think we're always looking towards the next thing. And so we don't give ourselves enough time to be present in the moment. So I think the one thing this last year, if not the last two years have taught me is to be extremely present in the moment and to soak it up because literally the next moment is not promised. So true. I am thankful for God's grace this year and for my health. A lot of y'all don't know, but I am in the nursing field. You know, we've had like a lot of loss over the past couple of years. I would say maybe three years now. Um, And so I'm just thankful that, you know, God has carried me through all this. Um, And so, yeah, I'm thankful for God's grace and my health. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Basically everything y'all said, um, this has been a very, very interesting year and a very interesting last two years. Um, and a lot of this is definitely not where I thought I would be, but then also it's exactly where I want it to be. So I will be grateful Mm -hmm. in that it is not the timing I would have wanted, but it was God's timing and I will take that. But again, also, just like you said, Candace, being kind of thankful for being and just being here and like soaking up every single moment. I feel like every day I am more like cognizant of mortality. And I think for me, I try to not like wallow in that, but to really just take in everything that is happening right now as it is in nothing more and nothing less. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for still just being able to do the things that I like and love. And it's, like I said, it's been an interesting last few years, more specifically the last few months, but I'm still standing. I'm still here and, I'm grateful for it and i'm hoping better things to come in 23 so mm-hmm. amen this was fun right. yeah this was so much yes. fun with all of our technical issues and everything but I, I i really did enjoy the conversation this was absolutely awesome so we'll move into the wedding vendor love and this is where we shout out people that we love so candace and tenoria who would you like to shout out this week I would like to shout out my photographer, Leah Rife. She's amazing with my micro wedding. <laughs> I loved her so much. And she's um, she's the Black Girls Eating photographer as well. So um, major shouts for what she does for us in that capacity. Um, I would love to shout out the florist that I used for my wedding, the Flower Box Indie. They are a Black-owned florist here in the city, and just seeing all the work that they do, they are they're, they are great at what they do, and um, she was so easy to work with. Very good, very good. Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? As I said on a recent podcast episode, I am shouting out wedding vendors, event vendors based in Jackson, Mississippi, because we have not done so. Or if we have, 
I don't remember. Or it's been a while. But anywho, I want to shout out some amazing wedding vendors, black wedding vendors based in Jackson, Mississippi. So this week I am shouting out Miss Miriam Makiba Harris. Miriam is a balloon designer. So if you are in need of a balloon arch, balloon um, like decor for your wedding as a backdrop, as a focal point, Miss Miriam has you down. And not only is she um, servicing the Jackson, Mississippi area, Byram, Mississippi, Madison, Mississippi, and Clinton, Mississippi, she also has you as well. So if you are in need of a balloon designer, whether it's for your bridal shower, your wedding, your baby shower, your engagement party, your birthday party, anniversary party, you get it, any and everything. Please look up Miss Miriam. You can find her on Instagram at Miriam underscore balloon underscore design. Ner. <laughs> so I'm going to spell it for you. M-A-R-I-A-M underscore B-A-L-L-O-O-N underscore D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R underscore Miriam underscore balloon underscore designer underscore. So that is who I am shouting out. Who are you shouting out, Tania? Yeah, this week I am shouting out a florist and event designer who is based out of Boston. Her name is Yannique, and that's spelled Y-A-N-I-Q-U-E. Um, you can find her on Instagram, Facebook, and she has a website um, at Yannick Events. And of course, I spelled E-V-E-N-T-S. Um, she does weddings, she does special events, corporate, and she also does workshops. And so she is booking, and this is a Black-owned business. She is originally from Jamaica, and so um, I'm so happy to hear about, um, you know, a Black florist in Boston. You know, it's hard to find florists these days. And so when they're black, it's even like, yes, girl, yes, let me support. So if you're in the Boston area, please look her up. Again, her name is Yannick and that's Y-A-N-I-Q-U-E. All right. That's who I have this week. Perfect. All right. So where can our listeners find you if they want to know more? Sign up for your emails, all of the things. You can find us collectively at Black Girls Eating on Instagram and Facebook. And our website's Black Girls Eating. On Twitter, we are BGE Pod. Um, you can find me individually at Tenoria's Table. And that is all of the social platforms as well as my website. You can sign up for my email. There's still time to get Thanksgiving tips or you can be able to see the archives if you sign up. And you can also find my cookbook on my website, Staples Plus Five. Awesome. Yeah. And you can find me at Food Love Talk on everything social. You can get spices at my website, foodlovetalk.com. You can also sign up for the weekly tidbit and all the other fun TV things. You ever wanted to find anyone that has ever been shouted out on this show and all 300 plus wedding vendors that have been shouted out, which is a wild to even think of, but you will be able to find them on find.huidu.com. So if you don't remember what we said, or you're listening to an episode later 
and you want to look that person up, or maybe you don't remember how to spell their name or what have you, you can always go there and easily find them. So just a little mental note. But Tania, where can people find us? You can find us on whoido.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. And you can find Ashley at Demi Tasha on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Bell Sarit on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again. We'll be back. See y'all next week.